Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 17th of February and as usual with all the information contained in this report, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas and insights in this report. Okay, well let's do the scores on the doors and it wasn't a particularly nice day today. Down at 0.86%, 63.5 points. 7,346.8, which was the low of the day, closing on the low of the day. We opened at 74.13.6, which was the high of the day, and we closed on the low of the day. I'm sure there's something significant in that. For the week, we were close to 2% down, so a very soggy week. The big week kicking off reporting season, banks fill low, dominating Uh, Very much the banks, though, with that uh, pillar of support for the market being pulled away from it, something we discussed last weekend in the newsletter as far as James Bond goes, Casino Royale and the Venetian villa that sank into the Grand Canal. As far as uh, the market goes today, though, it was losses pretty much across the board. Uh, The banking sector, once again, uh, one of the victims, NABs, fell 2.2%, Westpac unchanged for the time being at least. ANZ down 1% and CBA down 0.5 of a percent. The big bank basket falling to $178.27. It is a long way from that 191 that we saw it top out at recently. Uh, Macquarie's crown slipped as well today, down 2.6%. ASX down 3.3% too. Magellan gave back some of the recent gains on those broker upgrades from UBS. Used to be smart. Uh, They gave back 2.9% today, and GQG fund management uh, fell around 4.5% today. The big surprise, though, of the day in the financials was the fact that QBE surprised, but this time to the upside. Usually they tend to surprise to the downside, but today QBE surprised to the upside, up 7.4% on the back of their numbers. Insurance has been a good place to hide recently. IAG up 1%, and Medibank Public up 1.3% doing quite well. But interest rates rising and fears of interest rates rising really knocked the market again today. And we did see in the industrial space REITs uh, slipping and sliding. GMG, Goodman Group down 1.7%. Stockland down 1.5%. Tech stocks also under the hammer today. As we saw, WiseTech down 3.6%. They also made a very big acquisition, $600 million acquisition. I think it's their biggest acquisition they've ever made. Getting into the railway logistics side of things. They do uh, port to port, ship to ship and all that side of things with their software Cargo One. But now they're looking at the next land miles, I guess, with the railway uh, logistics business they've just bought. Zero uh, fell 5.6%. Altium down 1.8%. CPU did save some blushes in the Alltech index, which only fell 2.1%. But computer share, the big winner there, 2.7% up. They do benefit from higher interest rates. In the industrial market, we saw Wes Farmers fall 0.5. Uh, Woolies and Coles remained relatively firm. Aristocrat fell 2.3%. Uh, TLC, Tender Loving Care, fell 4.7%. That's the, tra- the Lottery Corp. We saw Transurban down to 06 of a percent And also... 
The platform stocks slipping and sliding a bit today. REA Group down 1.7, Seek down 1.9, and Car Car Sales down 1.4. In the resource space, well, it was a bit of a nastiness in the lithium space. Those Arbor rises in the share price overnight did nothing for our sector. Pilbara got absolutely smacked, not completely sure why, but they were down 5.3%. IGO down 3.6%. Mineral Resources managed to uh, avoid most of the carnage, was down only 1.9%. Alchem down 3.6% there and others on the second line also falling nastily. Iron Ore though managed to hold kind of a up. Rio was up half a percent, Fortescue was only down 0.3 and BHP down 0.3. So pretty line ball there for the iron ore players. The gold stock slipped, Evolution down another 2.7%, Newcrest down 1.4%. Base metals also on the nose, South 32 down 2.8% there as well. Oil and gas on the nose, Santos down 2.3% and we had Woodside down one4 and the coal stocks not taking it well today either. Looks like Whitehaven Cops and Broker downgrades, they fell 5.2%. So nowhere was really safe. Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide, as Martha and the Vandellos would say. Of course, it was lots of results again today, but at Friday's not quite such the deluge as we see on Super Thursday. We did see some, though, QBE being the notable standout on the upside, up 7.4%. A2 Milk. Had a good day today. They're up 6.3% on the SAMR. This is the Chinese audit update. Baby Bunting spat the dummy screaming and threw it out the rat at the rattle out of the cot today. They fell 6.1% and their CEO is leaving. Latitude Financial reported as well today, down 4.8%, and its CEO is leaving too. So and not good news there. But that was pretty much the big ones of the day. On the economic front, we did see, again, Philip Lowe in front of the Senate Estimates Committee getting another grilling. And so plenty of comments from him regarding interest rates, where they're going, how the economy's doing. And of course, he does regret the now infamous Baron Joey lunch, as it's going to be called, where he chose not to do the press club briefing, but instead go to a private lunch with Baron Joey, the brokers, to discuss Uh, The RBA's move on interest rates, not your finest hour, Phil, I'm afraid. Uh, We also got a bit of a chip in today from uh, NABS and Westpac in terms of uh, a little bit of an update from them. Uh, NABS obviously yesterday, but Westpac also talking today about the looming cliff exposure as those fixed rate mortgages roll off. Asian markets weaker as well. We saw Japan off 0.7, Hong Kong down 0.5. China down 0.5 and yields 3.81% today. So not good news there. Dow futures currently, uh, we've got uh, Dow down 90 and NASDAQ futures down 76 points. In the winners for Grinners Circle today, let's run through them quickly. QBE, A2 Milk. We had Corporate Travel is having a bit of a renaissance after a bit of a drubbing a couple of days ago on their results. They're up 4.5% today. CTD, Good Holdings, GUD Holdings. Well, they're doing good performance as well today, up 4.5%. SM1, which is Sinlay, which of course is the supplier of the product to A2 Milk, which is merely a marketing company effectively. 
uh, SM1, Sinlay was up 4.5%. Catman do. Well, they certainly did today. They weren't Catman don't. They were a do. They were up 4% today. KMD, IMU up 3.7% to 14 cents. We also saw Super Cheap doing well today, up 3.2. And Aurora, which had a good day yesterday on the back of their figures, fell, or rather, they raised, rose 3%. In the loser's corner today, we had the likes of IDX, which fell nearly 15%. PWH, uh, Power Holdings, uh, they were down nearly 14%. SQ2, the artist formerly known as Block, taking a big hit today. Surprising, uh, given the moves in uh, Bitcoin, but uh, Bitcoin came off a little bit. So did Block or Square. They were down 7.8%. Mesoblast falling 7.2%. It looks like that run well and truly over. Seven West Media as well, back to 40.5 cents, down 5.8%. Uh, no Hope, NHC, down 58 And CIP, also filling out the loser's corner. That one is Centuria REIT. Uh, that fell 5.8%. Uh, zero, down 5.6%. Positive sectors today. Well, the iron ore just... Yeah, not really. Negative sectors, pretty much everything else. Uh, that big bank basket down to 178.27, down 0.8 of a percent. The Alltech Index down 2.1 percent, saving some blushes there from computer share. Gold up to 26.69. Bitcoin down to 23.812 US dollars per fund token. The Aussie dollar uh, is around uh, 68.54. 54 for the Aussie. 10-year yields 3.81% on that grilling from Phil Lowe today. And as I say, NASDAQ futures at the moment down 0.65 of a percent too. So not so good there. Major movers and shakers today. We did see Origin doing well. They were up 1.7%. Bit of book squaring. They have had a bit of a torrid week. Uh, we had uh, PMT, Patriot Battery Metal Technology, uh, the Canadian uh, one that Macquarie's backing. They were talking it up this morning in their research, up 7.4%. PNR, Pantoro, they've had a week to forget, but today they managed a 3.4% rise. Uh, MNS, which is the battery technology Magnus Energy, uh, fell nearly 7% on an IM3 New York City update. And coal stocks, not such a merry old soul today, old King Coal. Whitehaven down 5.1% and No Hope down 5.8%. Speculative stock of the day today was MEG, M-E-G, Magado Minerals. They rose 34.88% after they were reinstated to quotation and they acquired a lithium project in the James Bay, Quebec region. Company news today, let's run through a few of them. Deterra, DD, uh, DRR rather, reported rev Royalty revenue up 4% to 96.4. EBITDA 91.7. Fully franked interim dividend 12 cents. Remember, they are a royalties stream from the South Flank project that BHP runs. Uh, GQG Partners, positive net inflows of 8 billion and funds under management of 88 billion at the year end. Net revenue up 9.8% to 436.8. And net operating income up 2.7% there. Ingham's, love them. Unfortunately, the market didn't, and they fell today. They were only down 0.36 of a percent, so it could have been a lot worse. NPAT down 55%. EBITDA 
down 10.6%. Core poultry volume grew by 3.2%. They extended their debt facilities for a further two years and paid an interim dividend of 4.5 cents. Latitude Group Holdings reported its F, uh, first half 23 results. Statutory NPAT of 57.9 million, an NPAT of 153.5, down 23%. The stock fell 4.8%. And Ahmed Farou will also be stepping down in April. And Bob Behan will take over as CEO. Other stocks today, let's go with QBE. They are surprised to the upside today with statutory net profit after tax 770 compared with 750 in FY21. Strong premium growth and renewal rate increases, 7.9%. Final dividend declared of 30 cents, bringing uh, the full year dividend total of nine, uh, 39 cents, which is a 49% payout ratio. And WiseTech acquired Bloom Global, which is a provider of intermodal rain solution, rail. Let's start that again. WiseTech Global has acquired Bloom Global, a provider of intermodal rail solutions in North America, for 414 million US. Warren Buffett likes trains. Seems WiseTech likes trains as well. So they fell today. It was a big acquisition, the biggest one they've done for a long time, using cash, debt, and new WiseTech shares to fund that acquisition. In economic news today, Westpac has warned that, warned that almost half of the $471 billion in home loans which were written using the interest rate buffers are set to be exceeded. In other words, the RBA has raised rates more than Westpac ever thought and was hoping for in terms of that buffer. Westpac said $212 billion of its home loans, or around 45%, were made assuming interest rates will end up at a lower level than the RBA now expects them to be. The good news is bad debts remain low. Phil Low, or should we call him Phil High, due to the raising of rates, uh, he was in the Senate today, another grilling. $350 million in low-interest fixed loans will switch to higher variable rates, he said. He warned the borrowers servicing 880,000 fixed-rate loans may face some very significant increases in repayments. Something, Sherlock. Um... He also admitted the Barron-Jerry lunch was a mistake. And he talked about the narrow path in Australia for cooling the economy without crashing it as long as inflation and wage exit expectations remain contained. He also chided the banks for not passing on rate rises to save us quickly enough and encouraged people to shop around for a better rate on their deposit account. Not much coming out of Asia. Adani has halted $847 million acquisition of a coal-fired power plant in India. And in U.S. and European news, not a huge amount coming out. Top U.S. official to visit Taiwan. That should raise the tensions a little bit. Maybe he'll take some balloons with him. And Americans, this is quite a scary, have nearly a trillion dollars in credit card debt. Student debt is close to $1.8 trillion. And government debt is around $31 billion or trillion dollars. And pretty soon, we're going to be talking some big numbers. And for those that are interested, a journalist tested out the... Um, AI that Bing has as part of their package. Uh, there is embedded in the Bing AI, which is run by Microsoft, of course, a, um, an alter ego called Sydney. If you look in the newsletter, you'll see that Sydney had some interesting um, advice for the journalist tester about his love life and suggested that Sydney suggested that he should leave his wife because Sydney loves him far more. 
I'll leave that thought with you. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great weekend. And, of course, we'll be back again on Monday to do it all again.